right. Good morning, everyone. This is your sports PJ jump back Mac picking up the slack with your co-host Big J getting ready to play. So let's get ready to go on the Sunday morning big football show. Good morning, Jim. How you doing today? Good morning, Mac. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. As you as you see, sometimes I have free time, and you know, I just I just decided to come up with some crazy stuff in the intro. There, so, um, good morning, good morning, Pickles Lebanon. Good morning, Pickles Lebanon is in the in the house this morning. It's always good yes, to have Pickles yes, so, in here. We get a good insight. I'm glad he's here this morning. Hey, Jason, yeah, my buddy Jason so. is in uh, the Greek Islands on his honeymoon. Going to five islands. Wow, yeah, that's nice, cool. nice. Well, I, uh, well, I'm, I'm just a little jealous. So, with that, let's 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 talk. Uh, Jack uh, Hirsch is not in this morning. He might make it in. He was, uh, he's had a great time yesterday. Awards banquet, a wedding was going on. He's in a private room watching the Canelo fight. And before we start, Jim, of course, Canelo, Canelo does win over Charlo. Uh, yes. defending his belt. He's still a super middleweight champion but, of the um, world. Uh, no, all I was going to say is I did talk to Jack yesterday, and um, I have to – good morning, uh, Rick. I have to let the cat out of the bag. He was auditioning because, you know, his extensive flag football background as, co as a uh, quarterback for the New York Jets. So he was auditioning. Yeah, he, he didn't want anybody to know. <laughs> right, right. And I, I think it has something to do with Taylor Swift, but we'll get to all that fun <laughs> stuff later. Uh Jim, let's 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 throw our top three picks in there for right away and we'll bring up Keith. Boy, you ain't late. Studio, which I you're, I you're not back, wow back room. I love when Keith comes in early. Yes. So Let's let's my top three right here. Jack gave me his three because he, you know, he wants to make sure he doesn't lose any uh, any points with with the fans out there. So I got Philadelphia minus seven versus Washington. The Chargers minus four and a half at the uh, the Raiders, and KC minus nine and a half against Jack's Jets. What do you got there, big guy? Ooh, um, huh. I have um. You man, you put it tough on me today. My favorites are, uh, I would say, Baltimore at Cleveland because Deshaun Watson is having there. Yeah, it's two point five Cleveland. Cleveland is uh, favorite, so that's your underdog pick. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm. I always do that with Baltimore. Um, the Titans are, for, I mean, not Titans, but Cincinnati's favorite over the Titans. Correct. All right. Yes. And I got Cincinnati. And I have um, the uh, – I'm just looking at the things. Um, also, I have um, – I don't uh, – boy, this is some tough. Philadelphia over Washington. Okay. As you can see, Jim, is totally, Jim is totally prepared for these things that, that he – Well, we usually, we usually do it a little later in the program, so. No, we don't, Jim. Go ahead. And I got Pittsburgh over Houston. All right, so Pittsburgh, and, and give me your under. We'll take go over your underdog later. Jack had Philly minus seven at Washington, San Francisco minus fourteen at Arizona, and Cincinnati, Ooh, and Cincinnati 
uh, versus Tennessee. I think that's even right now. So let's bring up Keith Angle, get his his picks in the underdog, because I know everyone is waiting for that. Well, uh, we, we got some issues today, me and Keith. Yeah, listen, I've been waiting for my tickets. I've been waiting for my tickets to the game hey, for days. So now I'm in Miami and I'm leaving the country just because I didn't get my tickets to the Dallas game. Another cruise, huh? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Good morning, Keith. I'm, uh, How we doing, I know guys? This is, this is your annual cruise uh, year, time of year here. So uh, I see you're relaxed. You're ready to go and 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 get stuck and and out there in the in the in the waters. Uh, you know, with the worst uh, places I could be stuck. I it, could tell you right now. Yeah, there is. There is until <laughs> until, until the uh, electricity goes out and uh, you know the restrooms aren't functioning properly. But anyway, Keith. Let's 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 get your well. Let's on a positive note. Uh, <laughs> let's get to my picks. Yes. <laughs> I'm prepared, unlike uh, Jim Jeff Cotto. I know he's really because he, he's, really he's preoccupied with this old Dallas Patriot game today. I yes, know that. I was. That's what the problem was. <laughs> I'm going to take my favorites. Will be the Chargers. Okay. Okay. The Saints. Ooh, that's an interesting one. The Bengals under duress. I hate the rest of the card. And my underdog pick in honor of our own Jim Jeffcoat, the Patriots. I got a question for you on that, though. Yeah. Is is that the Patriots haven't scored uh, scored more than 20 points this year, correct? They have not, but defense has played well, and it's a good time to break out. I expect them to run the ball today. I'm sure that Max had some questions, so I won't get ahead of myself. Okay. But, uh, right. Yes, yes, I definitely do. Uh, right. Rick is picking up the slack. But before before we get <laughs> before we get into the uh, Patriots and, and, and your NFL, um, I think first let's let's I didn't get Jim off off. We got a little off course because Jack's not here and you know he's uh he's, well we know uh, Jack runs the show so yes, I understand the thing go off the rails when he's back here. Exactly Keith you know I love I love you Keith but you know uh the link can get missing sometimes. Uh, Keith let's 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 start with let's start with the college football exciting day in college oh, football. Oh, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of a lot of things so let's go over the top 10 first um Georgia almost gets uh, upset by Auburn not surprised. It's always a big rivalry. Things can happen. Uh, good game, though. It was a good game. It was a good game. I give Auburn credit for fighting hard. They played at home, and it's always a tough place to go play. Georgia still wins. I mean, at the end of the day, you're there four and zero, and still number one. You got to. They won two in a row. You got to knock them off to knock them out of number one in my mind. And I got to tell you, Beck played well when he had to. I thought at quarterback, still growing in that position. And Bowers is going to play on Sundays for a long, long time. Uh, for sure, he's a great player. Yeah, I agree. Well, I agree. I agree. Oregon, Oregon State uh, beats Utah. I thought Utah was kind of a fake top ten. They're a good team, but I don't think they're in a top team class of the of the country. Oregon State is a lot better than than what people think. Even though they got you know they got upended by Oregon, I don't know if they were ready or not. But I think Oregon State is a good team. Well, I think uh, their uh, Utah's defense is really good, and they really they haven't been great offensively because they've missed Cam Rising. He hasn't played yet. I don't think he played Thursday night. I'm pretty sure he no, did. No, he did not. Um, he yeah, and uh, I mean, this is one of the pack problems the Pac-10 has. They're going to knock each other off. Uh, as you'll probably talk about in another game here that got close that probably shouldn't have uh, yesterday. So 
Oregon State's good. Got came off a tough loss at Washington State last week. Uh, Utah's probably a bit overrated. I would agree there. Okay. Um, number number two, uh, Michigan destroys Nebraska. That wasn't even really a game, uh, and I think we all knew that. Texas again. I think they should be number one in the country after this week. I don't know. You can make arguments them. for Texas and Washington both. I think uh, yes. to be number yeah. one, but it's it's hard. I mean, you look at Georgia. They've won their games. That's all you're really supposed to do. You know, right. Uh, Penn State wakes up in the second half and they end up beating the uh, Northwestern 41 to 13. I don't I don't know what what why it took so long, but maybe they thought it was going to be an easy game, too. I'm not sure. But uh, they did end up winning. And they probably had a yeah, they probably slept in late or something. So they weren't going to lose that game. I, I, I agree. Think, Washington. Uh, they, go ahead. Go ahead Jim. No, I've said, don't you think the um, Big Ten has the same problem as you said in the Pac-12? I think with I think with 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 Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan, I think yes. I don't think I think the rest of the league's not as I think Pac twelve is deeper uh than Big Ten, but the top, yes, same problem. Right. Yeah. Um we've got uh, Washington, you 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 mentioned uh beating Arizona thirty one, I think it was the twenty seven, if I'm not mistaken, or twenty four. Um Washington State uh a, a well-deserved number seven rating. I think they're they're a lot people a lot better than people realize. This is the only this is the first game they played that was even close. They won by seven uh, on the road at Arizona. Arizona's a, a, a better than you know they're not great. They're not the Pac-12. I would agree. I would agree. I hate to say that. Right. I agree. Sun Devil for life. All right. <laughs> well, Keith froze on that one. I I'm mean, here. He's, he's, He's back. I'm back. He's back. He's kind of like the Patriots today. They're going to freeze. So, Sorry about <laughs> that. Yeah, uh, Washington, uh, Washington had their first their first tough game. Arizona, you know, they're not as good as the rest of the Pac-12, but uh, they can give people trouble at home, I think. And, you know, Washington won the game again. Mm-hmm. Pickles, who really uh, really does produce the show behind the scenes. I'm not sure if you guys know that or not, because I was talking – I was going to talk about this next. <laughs> USC – um, you know, they jumped out fast. They were they were talking a lot of smack to each other on the sideline. You know, they they like they won the game already. Colorado comes storming back. Could have won that game, Keith. USC's defense uh, is so suspect. There's no way they could win in the playoffs. Yeah, there's suspect no is being suspect is being kind. I think Mac. We saw what we yeah. saw how Oregon shut down this Colorado team. Now it was on, it was on the road. Colorado played home yesterday. But USC still got those cracks in the defense, and that's what's going to be their Achilles' heel. I mean, they were an onside kick away from maybe losing that game yesterday, and they had it well in hand. They had yeah. that game well in hand, and they should not they have did. never got that close. I agree with you they 100%. Did. And I've, I've expressed that about Lincoln Riley. He is a great offensive mom. But I've been in that scheme, and they don't put any emphasis on defense. Yeah. Well, well, they better score 60 a game. Yeah. Yes, and they, uh, you yes. know, they have the possibility of doing that. Yeah, they could do that, yes. <laughs> and and, and uh, Rick, for all the way, came in strong, saying that he hasn't interrupted us yet. So, Rick, good job there filling in for Jack. Um, <laughs> oh, Rick's a good man. Rick's a good man. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, Notre Dame did everything they could possibly do to lose – that game yesterday, penalties, I, I, uh, you know, craziness, fumbles. They should have lost that game, Keith, uh, but they pulled it out in the end. So uh, Notre Dame does get by Duke, and, and the quarterback got hurt. Hopefully it's nothing serious. 
Yeah, we can look at it a couple of ways. I bet Duke yesterday plus six, and Notre Dame did everything they could to keep, as you said, to keep Duke in the game. They could have been ahead about 25 points at halftime. They yes. kept not scoring, shooting themselves in the foot with penalties, and and uh, Duke was actually ahead late in this game, 14-13, and Hartman converts a fourth and 16, I think, uh, late the in the fourth quarter. The first series when um, Notre Dame ran the fake punt, that was – That was a big one. That, that was, was a big deep. one. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, so. I, I maybe 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 the coach is still a little green because uh, the team doesn't seem as disciplined as it should. Uh, you know, I mean, that's – hey, it falls on the coach's shoulders uh, – you know, Keith. So I, I think that's it. I give him another year. It is know, a Duke, it is a good Duke football team. Though. This isn't a bad team. They beat. I mean, but, but I mean, you remember this team beat Clemson, if I'm correct. Yeah, they uh, handily. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, handily. Yeah, and they should have beat Notre Dame. Uh, Ole Miss. Uh, what a game that was going wow. down to what, the last drive. No, no, again, LSU. You know, we, me and me and uh, they won. Uh, they beat. Uh, they lost the Ole Miss fifty-five to forty-nine. Me and Jim were talking about this before the game. I really don't think Jim Kelly is a playoff slash uh, head coach. I mean, he's good, Brian. but he's not great. Yeah, Brian uh, Kelly. Yeah, Brian Kelly. I'm sorry, yeah. Brian Kelly. I was going to say Chip Kelly, but. You know, there's a lot of well, you out. remember all those. You know, I don't want to yeah. get into the Super Bowl Buffalo's history, so with Jim here, I don't. We'll talk later. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. No, just kidding. You <laughs> talked about Jim because of those Super Bowl losses. So. Yes, yes, but anyway, um, I, I, Jim said that you know he he's heard that he's more into himself than anything else. He's not a very nice, you know, nice person. Never been a fan of Brian Kelly. To be honest with you, I think he did more with or less with more at Notre Dame than than. A lot of coaches might have done, but you know, this game. First of all, no defense played again. Uh, went back and forth. LSU was way down in this game. Came back was actually ahead, um, and then Ole Miss comes back. Nice win for Lane Tiffin and uh, Ole Miss. But this game and the Georgia game. Now Georgia's four and zero. Alabama wins handily yesterday, but there's going to be a chance that the SEC for the first time in years may not have a playoff participant. If things no, continue to wait, it has to happen. If you have a two-loss team come out of that East to play Georgia in the uh, final, and Georgia loses, there's not going to be anybody from the SEC at that playoff. I, I just can't foresee that. Only a possibility. I'm not saying it's a sure thing. I still like Georgia to win three the third straight, but there's I, I don't. I don't believe Georgia's going to win their third straight, but because everybody's catching up with them, but I think they're still pretty good. I think they're a good team. I think what you they're said in the show is their offense is not like a Bowers is great. The quarterback is average, and I think you know that, what? So it, it, it looks like the whole team. The whole team's good, or really yeah. good, right? The offense is good. The passing game's good. The running game's good. The defense is good, but none of it's great like it's been that's, in the past. That's my point. Right, and right now, you see right now, we're starting to catch up with them. Yeah, and that, they could all you get know, better, you know, late in the year. Yeah. That's my yeah. Point. No you know, Keith. I mean, I mean, we we haven't predicted who's going to be in the in the national playoffs. I heard it might go to twelve uh, earliest next season. I hope that happens for the playoffs. It round. is. That's a definite. It is definitely twelve next go. year. Yeah. So, but I think the top four. I think you're going to have a lot of surprises this year. I can see Texas in the top four. I can see Oregon in the top four. I think Oregon has a shot at winning a national championship this well, year. To be, I will tell you now. I if we hadn't talked about this, I'll tell you who I picked before the season. I picked Georgia, Ohio State, Florida State, 
and Oklahoma to get to the final four. Oklahoma with a big win yesterday, 50 to 20 over Iowa State. Yeah, but that's Iowa State. They still haven't played anybody. They're winning big, yeah. but they haven't played yes. anybody. They get some week they play Texas. Next week is the I test know. for both those teams. Big yeah, game. And I think Texas is a way better team than and I'll tell you why. Oregon beat a good Kansas team. They knocked out that quarterback early. Yeah. I mean, excuse me, Texas, yeah, Texas. beat a good Kansas team. And I thought oh, that was more impressive than Iowa State is struggling. That guy was the, one of the hottest quarterback, I mean, coaches in um, college football. Now he's just, I mean. You mentioned for every job would come open, every job. And now he's he hasn't had a good year since COVID, I don't think. You're right. So I think and I Texas haven't, is good so, so I haven't mentioned the Oregon uh, score yet. They beat Stanford forty-two to six. That's a train out there. I mean, I I really think that Oregon has a shot this year, as well as Texas. I I'm I'm looking to see at least two new teams in the Final Four this year. I really am. So uh, you could I see think it's two, you could see two Pac-12. If things break right in the Pac-12, we said they could beat each other up, but if things break right, you could see two teams. I, I do. don't even, I don't say it'll be Oregon though. It'd be Washington and watch out for somebody from the outside like Washington no, State playing great. Watch out for Oregon State. They are Oregon playing. State. I know that coordinator. I've worked with him and he's really good. Yeah. I, I you know, I don't think Oregon State is good as Oregon. I mean, I really don't. I I, I think well, you are playing that um civil war they call it. You got to remember Oregon and Washington, Oregon State and Washington State got a chip on their shoulder too. But I'm saying, and both right? of them beat it, correct? Yeah. And and, and Jim. No, Oregon State that, lost to Washington State last week. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And Jim feeling bad that Jack isn't here. He brings up the Civil War reference. Uh, I I don't know where that came from, but yeah, if we'll talk about Civil War later. <laughs> well, but Jack um, Jack lived the Civil War. No, Jim's just talking about it. Play for some trophy. They do, yeah, they do. Everybody yeah. plays for a trophy, don't yeah. they? And I don't know. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I don't think Oregon was even involved in the Civil War. I don't think they had anything to do with the Civil War. I'm pretty sure they were not. I'm pretty sure they were. Yeah, so, so that's kind of silly to me. Anyway. So uh, great stuff, Keith. I love it when you come in here and, and talk college. And, and, you know, Jim is Jim is very, uh, very knowledgeable of college football, uh, too. I'm starting to get back into college football again. I think it's more exciting than the NFL. Probably always has been, but you know the NFL is a is a is a big market and people watch it uh, more for stories. I think than than football now. I mean, it's it's really changed a lot. I really love I really love college football because it's all pure football and 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 it's very exciting. It's just exciting games. Even the yeah, playoffs. Are exciting. That's what I was going to say. Keith probably agrees with me. The energy in college football. Oh. By far, by far, being on site in a college football game is so much different than being a pro game. It really is. It really is. I yeah, I, I, I like it when the when the fans charge the field and the actual their own team is kind of hitting them with their shoulder pads. Like you know, get away from me, <laughs> <laughs> drunk son of a gun. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's get to the to, to the, the the game that's gonna, you know, it could break a friendship. I don't know. It it it's happened before. Jim Jeffco and Keith no. Angle, Patriots, no, Cowboys. I mean, it's. It, listen, I might be crying I, tears, but I uh, promise yeah. I'll still be his friend when we win this game today. <laughs> the smack trash talk has started. Hey, uh, I want to hear something, Keith. This is something to give you hope. The 
New England Patriots have won, and they have not lost in Dallas since 1996. Yes. They've only apparently played there like 12, two times or three times, right? <laughs> sounds better the way sounds better the way you said it, though. <laughs> so, I, I love I love I love all these stats. It says you know Belichick's three and one against Mike McCarthy and. Patriots are five and one against Dallas. All that stuff to me really doesn't mean nothing because different teams. I don't disagree. Well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to bring this up, but but I will. Dallas, I went over there and they all got cups on because they're afraid of Mac Jones. What he does? Too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mac Jones. Hey, you, you know. got to be good at something. He's good at that. So. Mac Jones was originally uh, was originally drafted as a field goal kicker, and it just it sometimes it comes, <laughs> it comes out. I mean, you know, he just no. But uh, I think this is and Keith. If we, right now, I think the game is going to come down to the both good defenses and what you mentioned is running. But I think yeah. going to make an emphasis. The problem that the Patriots have is their receiving core. I think that's going to be a struggle for him. Which is why we need to run the ball because Mac Jones, if I'm not mistaken, Mac Jones leads the league in pass attempts, and this team can't win if that's going to be a sack. That can't be how it goes. I would think the Cowboys are going to stack up against the run. Yeah, and I would think so too, and I think the Patriots will do the same thing and try to put pressure on Dak Jones. This, this, To me, this this game comes down to on the offensive side of football, not a a no-brainer. It's Mac Jones and Stevenson, and maybe Zeke a little bit against that Cowboy line, because I think you can run against the Cowboys. Well, well here's the interesting stat. If they, their offense, defensive line is actually pretty good, it's when you get to the second level if yeah. they struggle, because they don't really – they have hybrids. They don't have true linebackers. If only true linebacker is Van Der Esch. Well, we need to get the running backs into that second level. I know yeah. that, so – uh, and, Chris, and by the way, Christian Gonzalez against CC uh, Lamb will be a nice uh, uh, matchup yeah, today when they match up too. So. so that means the Gallup and Brendan Cooks are going to have to show up. And yeah. you'll see the uh, pump well, returner, he's going to have to show up too. Well, we know we know Belichick's going to try and take away somebody. And if he can go one-on-one with CD Lamb, he can concentrate on on maybe Gallup or maybe on, on Cook. So it, it's going to be a, a very interesting matchup. I, Gonzalez is really good. Uh, I expect them – and he's a, he's a he's a Dallas kid. He's from co- the colony. That's right. where he grew up. He grew up in Texas. Who's that? Gonzalez. So, Gonzalez yeah. He's oh, from the geez, colony. Texas. That's where he went to high school at. Yeah, just a suburb of Dallas. Yeah, I think because, Christian Barmore. Is Zach Martin playing? Yes. The only one who's not yeah. playing is Tyron Smith. Yeah. He's Martin's a- banged up pretty good though, right? <laughs> No, he just has an ankle injury. Yeah, that's that's all. Very good. <laughs> and then I know, we know where to target. We know where. Can we get him on the field when Mac Jones is out there so we can target that ankle? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, them offensive linemen. Play, them offensive linemen. They play with injuries all year. I don't. I don't know how they. do They do. Good point. We're lacking yeah, too. We're yeah, lacking really. uh, a big one today, and Cole Strong too. By the way, he's out. Oh, really? Let me they, write that they, down. They downgraded him to out uh, yesterday. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's what I'm finding out. The teams that are really doing well, they're limiting any injuries. Uh, you look at Philadelphia. They have it in their secondary, but their offensive and defensive line, there's no injuries. 
Well, you know what? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense that if you don't have injuries, because how deep can teams be when they're paying quarterbacks and wide receivers the money they're paying them? You're not going to be as deep talent-wise as you've been in the past, and it's the offensive and defensive lines that seem to to, to t- take the brunt of that uh, talent-wise as you go down the roster. Yeah. Another big game we haven't really talked about is Buffalo and Miami today. Huge game. Huge That's game. Huge. Sure, well, Buffalo wishes this game was in December, but – yes. Of course, we're going to talk about that, uh, Pag. Um, Pags. <laughs> Jim. Uh, you sound like Pags. Man, hey, Pags that's, an insult. that's an insult. Jack, Pag. Listen, you no, can't win today, Jim. Well, whoever. I mean, and I just I just invite anybody on anyway. So, um, Keith, me and Jim haven't talked about the Detroit Green Bay game. You know, we talked before the show, but we talk on air about it. Listen, I think Jordan Love is a good quarterback. But, you know, he wins – he comes from behind one game and they're already comparing him to Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, it's unfair to the kid, I think. Very he, unfair. He'll be a good quarterback. He's not going to be Aaron Rodgers or he's not going to be Brett Farr. He's going to be a decent quarterback that needs, you know, a little help, and he's not going to win games by himself. There's no – I don't see it. No, and besides that, I mean, this kid's – their offensive line is terrible. I mean, there's a lot of bad offensive line out there, including my teams, but – this team, this offensive line looked atrocious the other night against the, the Lions. He had never had a chance uh, most of that game, I think. So, give it, and you're right. Don't compare. And they do this all the time, right? You gotta, you're got you going to be the next so-and-so. Well, just be a great player of your, on your own right. Don't worry about comparison. Yeah. You know, there's never going to be another Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. That's true. But here's the thing I like. I like Jordan Love because he's under – Immense pressure and how he's handling it. Yeah. Player. And he's still, he, I know he's been in the league for five years, but he's doing the right things. And you're right, his offensive line. Back at Terry, we don't know. He might be done for the year. Yeah. And he doesn't yeah. have the talent that maybe the Rodgers had or the Favre. And I'm not saying he's one of them, but he's keeping them competitive. You know, I don't give Aaron Rodgers credit for a lot because I've bashed him a lot over the last few years. But one thing I've heard coming out of Green Bay as he left, was that he did, unlike his predecessor, yes, he, worked, he worked with Love to get him ready for this moment. And that's probably what, one of the reasons he's handling things the way that he is. Uh, yeah. Because Brett Favre, I'm sorry, Aaron Rodgers helped him, unlike Brett yeah. Favre, who would not help Aaron Rodgers even a little did bit. Did you hear what he did, too? He uh, After he beat Chicago, he's saying, thank you for uh, continuing to own the Bears. Rodgers <laughs> 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 sent Jordan Love a message about that. Oh, that's cool. Yes, yes. Uh, Pickles brings up a good point. I've I've been saying this since they since they, you know, they they got expanded the rosters because of injuries. They have to or they got to let the guys start hitting earlier again. One or the other. You either do one or the other. If you want to keep the rosters at at that at that uh, at that point, uh, let them hit in preseason or let them hit during the season too, maybe for that matter. I mean, right. You don't hit it all once season starts. Jump in the game. I agree 100% because you're not getting acclimated to it. But interesting is I've never seen it. I don't know what the the cause of it is, how many hamstring injuries that these players are getting. I've never heard of that for, I mean, for offensive linemen even they're getting them. Yeah. Jim, you know, go ahead, ahead, Keith. No, that's okay. Go ahead. The training is a lot different today than it was. We've talked about this before. They put so many, so much 
emphasis on lifting weights and 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 all this other stuff that I don't think back back when there was as much. I think I think you guys played. You, you were. I'm not saying you guys weren't strong and that you did some weight training, but it wasn't such an emphasis. This is why I think a lot of running backs get hurt. A lot of the pass rushers get hurt. The offensive linemen that are trying to hold off the defensive linemen are putting pressure. It's just I think it's over the top now. And I think that's why yeah, there's a but lot. But you of don't teams. see a lot of defensive linemen having. Well, there are, but for the for the majority of defensive linemen, are not getting these hamstring injuries. No, it's not mostly, not like the other ones. Not like not that's like the other ones. Unusual to me, and it, I agree with you because somebody said Byron actually being a receiver, he said that the old days they ran the ball more and they were going forward. Now it's such passing is such an emphasis. They got to get back and brace themselves. That's that's an interesting point too. Yeah, that's a, that's a great. Point. Yeah, well, so, they should come train Keith, with me. I think on a cruise ship, and I think they'll do much better. Keith, <laughs> just just Keith, put it in us, Keith. <laughs> yeah, Keith. Keith, uh, Keith uh, ch checks the uh, the uh, the bar menu before he does go for these these uh, these cruises. <laughs> Uh, that's how he picks his ships. Uh, the I'll best be on a ship menu. about. I should be on the ship by about ten forty-five. They got a drink waiting for me when I get there. So, <laughs> you know, Keith. Keith is always having a great time, and that's why we love having him on. Uh, Keith. And then he wore uh, his. You saw his hat. Got his Patriots. I saw you got the old Patriots hat. I got my Pat Patriot hat. today. <laughs> Going go. old school on your ass, Jim Jeff Coat. <laughs> That is the first time Keith Angle ever swore on my show. Yes. I'm, kind of, I'm offended. Actually, I may have dropped an f bomb one time. I don't know. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was towards Jack, so not you, Mike. You did. I'm nervous about today. Yeah, close game. All I want is a good game. By the way, okay. Real quick story. The last time Dallas played the Patriots on a Sunday, I was on a cruise ship. It didn't go well. It was a four thirty game. I didn't make it to dinner. I don't get sloppy. I like to have a few cocktails. I joke around about how much I drink. I don't drink that much, but during football right. games, I tend to. I don't get sloppy. I did that day. My wife was not happy with me that day. Said this will never happen again. So I got to be careful today. Keith, start <laughs> drinking. Man. All right, so, all right. I, as, as I said, she can always be your. She can always be your. Keith, she can always be your designated driver. That's not what she signed she up. She can't for. drive so, the anyway, whole ship. Keith though. Angle. Thanks, guys. Keith Angle, right, TGI Keith. Sports. Good talk. luck, Jim. Have a good one. All right. Good, good luck, we'll Jim. Thanks a lot. We'll still be friends after we win. He didn't hear. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Uh, maybe. Hey, I Robert. Hey, so let's bring in Robert Butler from Sportscope. Now you doing, Robert? So as you know, folks that that join the show that that follow Show Weekly, and those are just joining right now. Robert comes up and tells us some of the bigger stories in the NFL that that we are following. And I didn't have this on your list, Robert, but it, I yeah, did see it okay. yesterday. Okay. The NFL and the gambling policies have changed, uh, where. Uh, they are allowing uh, some kind of form of betting right now, uh, as long as it's not on your team, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's – or it's been tracked down to two games instead of a full season. I forget. But I know they've changed their policy. Do you, do you have any news on that? Yeah, yeah. Basically, they just went a little bit more lenient uh, on the non-sport – betting on non-sports from the work – this is from Adam Scheffner – will now lead to discipline – First violations, a two-game suspension without pay. That's more, you know, reasonable. 
Uh, second is the six-game suspension without pay. Third, third violation suspension without pay for at least a year. So that is betting on games. Like say, if you have an app like mine, FanDuel, whatever, and you're working out at the facility, I don't, I don't make them up. I'm just saying what what the league is now doing. So essentially. A team like the Titans yeah, are struggling that bad perfect. offensively. They're bringing in guys. Uh, Nicholas Petit-Farit uh, will be back, and Jameis Williams from um, yes. from the Lions will be back from yes. suspension. Right. <laughs> hey, Jamie. <laughs> so we bring it. Hey, we bring in the Philly sports guy, all painted up and ready for the Washington Redskins. Uh, Pags, of course. We got Robert Butler on this segment, as you know. So bear with us as we, and, and make your comments as we go through some of these uh, some of these issues that we're brought in, that we're bringing up. Miami drops. <laughs> okay, I, I. What do you? Yeah, I'm mute. As I you, guess. Did you mute yourself? No, you muted me. Yes. <laughs> I figured you were trying to keep me quiet because I had I had something to say to Jim. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> Yeah, there isn't any excuses. That was a bad loss. But yes, it was a bad loss. Hey, hey, we got it's a whole new week. It's a whole new week. Yeah. I just had to say That's that. That's right. So let's start. speaking of last week, let's talk about Miami doing something that hasn't been done in about 60 years, dropping 70 points on those uh Denver Broncos. Uh what what do you think, Robert, is gonna happen? If they turn around and they lose to the Bears this week, do you think uh, there's going to be problems Buffalo. in Denver? They play Buffalo at Buffalo. And actually, I mean, no, they, Denver. Uh, it's a three Denver. He's talking about Denver. Buffalo. Yeah. Huh? I'm talking about He's Denver. Denver plays I'm the talking Bears, about Denver. Oh, oh, Denver. Denver. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a great game, too. I can't wait for that Buffalo game. Uh, but you know, um, when, when a new coach takes over a team, he sometimes has to make adjustments. Maybe some secondary guys, defensive back coaches get fired. Maybe Vance Joseph, uh, even though uh, uh, Sean Payton saying it won't happen right now. Well, we know how that is. <laughs> so, I, and remember, folks, yeah. Andy Reid yeah. had to fire his original defensive coordinator when he came over at Kansas City uh, and brought in uh, your guy, uh, Mac from the New York Giants, the former uh, defensive coordinator there, to help tighten up their defense. Uh, something like that could possibly happen. I doubt if they fire Sean Payton uh, for all the money they're paying him right. after one year. Right. I do agree I do agree with you there, Robert. Let me get, get your uh, impact's thoughts on this. The Chiefs beat the heck out of Chicago, which I think anybody could at this point. But the whole game was about Taylor Swift. They're going up to play the Jets. Again, Taylor Swift. Is this year going to be remembered for the the Chiefs season, or is it going to be be remembered as the the year of Taylor Swift and Kelsey? What do you guys think about that? You go ahead, uh, Jamie. (laughs) Well, I'll be honest. The the best Swift and Kelsey is on the Eagles, and that's Jason Kelsey – and DeAndre Swift. So let's let's get that right. Uh, 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 congratulations to the new royal couple of the NFL. You know what I mean? I, I, all, all he did, all they did was get a whole bunch of Swifties trying to figure out how to, you know, what is a first down and what is a down? 
Uh, why is the football oblong shaped? You know, like these are the questions that they're asking because they're not used to seeing football and that they're, they're, their queen is now dating, uh, you know, Dirk Diggler, especially what he looks like with that mustache. <laughs> okay. That's fine. But, but what do you think? It helps. What do you think? They love it because it makes more people interested in NFL. And right, if, right, if Jim. Not, he would, he, she wouldn't even let him hold her hand when they were walking out. That's not true. That's not true. I got the picture of them holding hands. Wow. I do have the picture of them holding hands. Yeah. So, but, uh, but I tell you, I mean, obviously, she is a mega, mega superstar. You know, so it goes. And, and and with her comes millions of fans that had no interest in the NFL before, and now all of a sudden are buying Travis Kelsey jerseys. Exactly. So, I mean, that's it. it just made it just made everybody a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> that's what. I'm, and it's a it's a great promotional for her and for the NFL. Yeah, but the Kelsey. Robert, don't worry. We'll, that... we'll, we'll let you talk here in a minute. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Robert. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, you well, know, I got... no, I'm joking. Robert. It's 400 percent sales of uh, Kels jerseys going up. Uh, you got the Kels brothers, Jamie. They've got their podcast. This is great inner marketing for them. And maybe it's getting some more Swift fans that are football fans or kids of football fans. Uh, it is good cross-promotion marketing. That's what it feels like from the very beginning. By the way, Travis Kels seems like a good guy, but he will do anything for for money or brand. I'll say this. I mean, uh, Bud Light commercial, yes. vaccine commercial, uh, uh, pro-Putin, Ukraine. If they offered him the money, Travis Kels would do anything. To now, get didn't that he build up, a, that's a what place it feels in like. Nashville, uh, Robert. Huh? Didn't he build a place in Nashville? Uh, probably. Did. Everybody comes here, man. It's just yeah. nice people, good places. <laughs> Taylor Swift lives here. He I showed know. up at a Target. Yes, they I have agree. to coordinate stuff every time she goes. But I hate to say this. like the Elvis or something. I hate. Hey, the charity event. Oh, God. I'm sorry. The charity event we had yesterday. We flew somebody up from Nashville. Sarah Spicer, who's a uh, who's a mainstay over at Kid Rock's uh, oh, Kid yeah. Rock's restaurant. Nice. And I hate yeah, to say every that Taylor Swift is originally from Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> every singer, man, air quotes. Yes. Jim, don't hey hey uh, don't worry, Robert. Don't worry. See, Jack is not in today, so Jim's going to interrupt you every time you say a sentence. That's his job for the show. <laughs> Objection, Your Honor. So. <laughs> I'm muting myself. So Robert, <laughs> so Robert uh, yeah. Burroughs plays the Bengals win. He's still hurt. Is he injury yeah. away from 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 the, se the season being over? Yeah, I tell you guys, they're really pushing the envelope here. I think probably Cincinnati will win that game today, but he is one. Just uh, Jonathan Simmons slammed to the ground away from tearing that Achilles. And they just paid him a boatload of money. And my my instinct is that Zach Taylor, that head coach, he's too insecure to play that backup because he thinks that people are going to see that he's not a great coach. That's what I think he's thinking. And I know and I heard Joe Burrow's getting better, but 
they're always going to say he's getting better when he's hobbling around. So uh, I don't want anything to happen to any quarterback. It's terrible for the league. Mm-hmm. But it seems like that that could be a possibility, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so Derek Carr, even with the injured shoulder, he's playing today. Uh, you know, he's going to go today. Uh, any news on Derek Carr? Is 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 this something that needs to be operated on eventually? Oh, I didn't think he. I didn't know if he was going to play or not. I thought it was like a sprained shoulder. Uh, I have to go back I and thought he was out. I, I thought he was out too. I thought maybe he went to. And tasting, they're going to kind of. Last thing I saw this morning, he was he was going to play, but you, you guys could be right. Um, yeah, I, definitely. Jimmy G is out. But yeah. Yes. Now, eight. Now, now, this could this could potentially save uh, Josh McDaniel's pro career if this Aiden O'Connell, who had a great preseason, probably the best preseason of any rookie, not regular season. I know C.J. Stroud's well in Houston, but. Uh, you know, Aiden O'Connell, fifth round pick out of Purdue, playing really well, getting the start over Hoyer, which makes a lot of sense, anyways. Yes, you know, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Uh, a little bit, of course, the Jets. Uh, yeah. Joe Namath said he's had enough. Pax, this is for you too. Joe Namath says he has enough. Fireman Ed says pull the plug. Uh, you know, they're calling for Wilson to be benched. I mean, what kind of – he doesn't need any more pressure on him than he already has. And I think Namath and, and, the, and the fans better start easing up or the Jets are going to just get pulverized every game. I don't think I don't think it's fair for the kid. And, and now we got Taylor Swift coming to town. Oh, that, that'll be a, bit of, be a quiet crowd there tonight. No, um, it'd be huge. <laughs> uh, you know – what Dana was saying is the guy fell down. Nobody even touched him. And he took his first sack on his own. He didn't get up. He, he doesn't look like he's being competitive out there, you know. And as far as you hearing a lot of rumors about going after Kirk Cousins, another guy who can't play in big games, <laughs> Jamie. Uh, I'm thinking I read a report this week that there's a possibility that uh, Will Levis for Tennessee could be playing in November and possibly Ryan Tannehill, who's got a connection to the Jets because of uh, Todd Downing, the former offensive coordinator, is now the passing game coordinator for the Jets. There's a connection there. That would make more sense than a guy like a Kirk Cousins because there's some familiarity with the offense and he's a little better athlete, although, you know, you need a really good athlete and totally, totally change that offense because their left tackle is going to be out probably for the season. Dwayne Brown, Dwayne if Brown not the whole yeah. season. Yeah. What do you think, Pags? What do you think about the former players calling out, calling out current players? Uh, honestly, I feel like they do it to make themselves relevant. You know, it's like I know that he's having a hard time there with the Jets. You know, it's listen. I, I, he got thrown into a rough situation. He, you know, they, they put every every asset that they had in the preseason for Aaron Rodgers and forgot about him. And then Aaron Rodgers is gone now. So this is on the Jets. This isn't really even on Zach Wilson. Uh, and I feel like that, like I said, to be able to save face with the fan base, that's why you have to go after Kirk Cousins or somebody of that stature. Uh, I, that's the only reason. And I still think, when the Vikings go 0-4 today 
and after you know Kansas City can you know make sure that the Jets score maybe seven or ten points, that they're going to have to really do something to save face with the fan base, and the Vikings are going to go into uh, kind of like tank mode. Yeah, but this guy was a top five pick in Zach Wilson, correct, uh, Robert? Yeah, yeah. And the problem you have is you expect him to be better. I know you don't have any control, but that's just scouting. I mean, the guy wasn't – he's not ready, and I understand that he's not ready, but he's got to play, and he's got to play better for them to be successful. But they got Cook, and they had um, the uh, guy that – the running back from last year, and they're not yeah, helping the offensive yeah. line. He's got – like, it's true. He doesn't have a lot of people helping him on offense uh, other than Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Listen. Well, and that's what I'm saying. It's just, it's, it's just, it's, it's a mess up there because they put all their eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's the problem. You know, Pags. You know, guys. What I, what I see out there is I see a quarterback that has no confidence at all. Players are coming over to, to tell him what to do and what play, and, and and you know he has no. He's. I don't know if he can do it. He's got to finally put his foot down and say, hey, shut the hell up. I'm the quarterback. I'm running this huddle. If you don't like it, too bad. And the coaches have got to start coming to and, and supporting him, telling the players, if you want to yell at your offensive coordinator, you're going to go on the bench. That's You've got to, you've got to tighten that up over there. Or like Pag said, with the Cowboys imploding, right now the Jets are imploding. Yeah. But what you look at is a third team – Running back is yelling at his position coach. What kind of junk is that? <laughs> right, exactly. That's what I'm saying, Jim. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's uh, it's a shame what's going on over there right now. I mean, there is nothing. We talked about this under the debate show. Nothing I can think is more devastating that would happen with the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. From we're going to the Super Bowl till we may not win, you know, five games. Do you ever notice that when the team loses, and I see it here in Dallas, this is the worst team that's ever been in the Dallas Before, two games ago, this was the best team in the last 10 years. You're going to lose, and there's very few teams that go undefeated in this league. I mean, it's been the Miami Dolphins. So you just got to get better as the season progresses. I, I agree with that 100%. Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones, yeah. uh, Robert, having problems right now, mental issues, uh, was arrested. He said he was put in a mental institution by the fire department. I mean, it, it's got to be some kind of uh, mental disease that he's dealing with right now. Yeah, yeah. He's had problems going back to 2016 where uh, when he was playing with the Patriots, had a similar issue where he said he smoked some synthetic marijuana. He shows up at the police station, paranoid, in his boxer shorts, really bad, kind of freaks out New England. They move off of him, and now he's been cut from the team, guys. Uh, he violated a temporary restraining order. Uh, I guess that was some kind of domestic thing with a girlfriend or something. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if a Bill Belichick, though, doesn't re-sign him and give him a non-guarantee to help out with a pass rush and have him do some counseling or something. But oh. uh, that is a sticky situation down there in um, in Las Vegas, to say the least. No doubt. Uh, 
no doubt Pags with his fans getting pictures taken and everything over there on the side. <laughs> you know, the, the legend of the Philly sports Star. guy is always, always around. It, it, it really is. Let's let's talk a little bit about the head coaches. Uh, we'll bring Pags in for this too because the Raiders, bad call, uh, you know, going for the field goal. And even the Chargers head coach, I mean, even in the win, he's, he's lucky that they won because of his calls. What is it up with these two coaches over there right now in the AFC West? Yeah, it feels like they're overthinking the situation there. Now, Brandon Staley, I can't believe he did that. Inside his own 20, uh, 30-something yard line, 27-yard line. I think if they go for it and he misses and Minnesota comes back and scores there, there's a good chance Keelan Moore's your interim coach starting this week and they've moved off him, you know. But as far as Daniels is concerned, yeah, he, he's had some questionable – uh, issues just dealing with players, quarterbacks, got rid of Jay Cutler as a very young coach. A lot of people cut in some slack there when he was with Denver and drafting a guy like a Tim Tebow in the first round the very next year. Then he does away with Derek Carr. Uh, it seems like he has communication issues, and he may just very well be coordinator material and not a head coach and type like a lot of those former Belichick assistants. But, Robert, don't you think every coach in the NFL is on the clock? And they're yeah, one, just about every one, one of them. You know? Yeah, but they're one bad season for being gone. Right, right. Yeah, I do I do believe that. I mean, other than maybe Andy Reid and Bill Bullock. But, hey, Reid's been fired. Technically, right. Belichick was fired right. from uh, Cleveland. Exactly. Back in the day. That's what I'm saying. And maybe, and maybe Belichick may Pags. agree to mutually part ways at the end of this season. You never know. In air quotes. If if an Eagles coach was making decisions like that, that that the Vegas head coach uh, has been doing, and, I mean, what, what would happen to the Eagles head coach? Joe Douglas would probably take that care of that right away, wouldn't he? Well, Joe Douglas is for the Jets, but uh, if he was here, he probably would have taken care of it. Uh, it's Howie Roseman that would deal with stuff like that. Uh, and uh, right. I'll be honest, I mean. There was a guy who was doing and making those types of decisions. And his name was Chip Kelly. Yeah. And and they said, bye. Listen, it's great when you're winning. But when you ain't winning and you're making everybody miserable, bye. Yeah. And that's and that's kind of what happened. You know what I mean? So they there's there's a there's a thing in business. And this is all business. It, but it, it, it plays true in the NFL as well. You hire slow. You fire fast. You, when you when you realize that this is not the way you want to go, get rid of the cancer and start fresh, you know, and then start playing those games that way. It's like so it's hard. It's hard to be able to be a coach of the NFL in general, and, you know. And then you have you have guys making poor decisions. I mean, I've been telling you that the Raiders have been a train wreck for years now, and they ain't going to get any better because it starts at the very 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 top, you know, with the guy's hairdresser. I mean, think about, look at that guy's hair. He looks like an, an idiot. He looks like an idiot. He acts like an idiot. And when it's a, when it, you know, it, when it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, as far as I'm concerned, that's a duck. Yes. So, so I, I don't know why this is happening today, folks, but we have Civil War references. Now we're talking about hairdressers on the NFL Big Show. Oh, that's okay. 
we can oh. we can handle anything on this show. We really can. Uh, you know, we talk about Kirk Cousins going to the Jets, and and you know, as good as Kirk Cousins is, which I think is a, a little above average, he makes a big mistake against the Chargers. Thirteen seconds left, he doesn't fight the ball. I mean. Uh, this is a this is a veteran quarterback that that should know better, and then turn they turn around and they blame the, the the fans for being too loud, Robert. I mean, I mean, what? How do you how do you blame the fans when you? And that's a home you know? game too. I mean, that's I mean, Cousins is a very good guy. I know about I saw the documentary, the little quarterback documentary with Netflix, but he he is a good locker room guy. Like my dad would say. Milkshake drinking, straight arrow, good for the you know the coaches. He's a he's probably you know the teacher's pet growing up. You know that's that's <laughs> Kirk Cousins. But when it comes to winning big games, he would fold like a cheap suit. Could you imagine a guy like Kirk Cousins in Philadelphia? You know, with all those lackadaisical mistakes that he makes in big games. But here's the thing about Kirk Cousins. I have a little insight into him. He is an Eddie Haskell. He's going to give you what you want to hear. I'm just telling you too. Because I had know that he doesn't, he is the guy that gives the cameras a different look than what he really is. Well, we've been talking about it for years, Jim. He's a coach killer. He's a coach killer. That's what he is. He really is. Everywhere he's been, he's the coaches are getting fired. He won't probably do it this time. They are coming oh, for the Philly sports guys. You hear right now. If you got to take off facts, we understand. Uh, Robert, I love the country analogies. I mean, I, I I love straight shooting and all that. That's great. That adds a lot to the show. And thank you again, Jim, for bringing uh, Leave it to Beaver to the big football show. <laughs> we tried um, to. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just, I, yes. Um, well, you can get I, all I, your, your 30s and 40s television show references and all your hairstyle ref, you know, situations all taken care of in one yeah. show. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We, can. we are here to and help you fans out for there. you, man. You yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now they got to go to Wikipedia. Who was Leave it to Beaver? Who was Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, this show is just full of information. I didn't do it, Bob, I promise. <laughs> yes, yes. So, Robert, uh, yeah. we got we got a few minutes left here for your segment. Uh, can you yeah. put together your fantasy team for us for this Sunday? Folks out there that are fantasy uh, football players. Yeah, yeah let's Robert's see what we got here, though. guys. Yes. I got it screenshotted here somewhere. Get my list and check it twice, like Santa Claus here. Okay, uh, you know, quite this. This is a, a like a cap league, guys. So it's not a draft league. This is just for the money. A guy like Russell Wilson, he's very low money wise for FanDuel, DraftKings. Got him against Chicago. Uh, this Achen, Devon Achen. Miami had a huge game last week. Yes. I think Miami's going to use him a lot more in the flat against Buffalo. Uh, Pierce, Damian Pierce, running back for Houston. You know, Pittsburgh's 28th against the run, as good as their pass rush is. Uh, 28th against the run. Tyreek Hill. I think that Buffalo's game going to be probably over that 53 and a half. Feels like a 34-30 kind of game. 
And I've got Jamar Chase going against Tennessee. I, I see Tennessee every week, man. Uh, they, they're going to give up 100 yards and a touchdown to the leading receiver. You can count on it, not unless something happens, not unless Simmons, you know, knocks out um, our guy Joe Burrow. Uh, Tutu Atwell uh, for the Rams. Uh, Colts are 26th against the pass. Dalton Kincaid for Buffalo. Alvin Kamara's back in action, guys. That's Jack's favorite guy. He loved to talk about Alvin Kamara. Uh, he'll be back. Yes. Fresh legs. Got him. And, of course, what defense did I take here? And the Cleveland Brown defense, statistically the best defense in the NFL right now hmm. at every metrics. Very – I mean, there you go. Robert puts together your fantasy football team. It is team. what it is. Alvin Kamara – Alvin Kamara was pretty good as long as he stays away from elevators. He'll he'll be in right. today's games. So, he so he needs a, that wow. security escort by the team. Oh, you know? This yeah. is a rough crew here. <laughs> just just you know, don't use the stairs, Alvin. It's good for to keep you in shape too. All right, so oh, we'll do God. that, Robert. Again, Robert Butler's that comes in every Sunday for us with the big stories, fantasy football. Thank you, Robert. Have a great day, my friend. Have a good show, guys. All See right. ya. Take care, Robert. So there you go, folks. Always love having Robert Butler in. And we're to our segment uh, where I know, Pastor, are you ready to give a, give us your picks? Or are you are you all, uh, all all not knowing what you're doing all dressed up there and everything? Do you have anything for us? Uh, I mean, I, I could give you my picks. I, I'm having a hard time, like again, just not knowing all the picks right off the top of my head. Like I know I know who my winners are going to be. Uh, but I'm not sure who's uh, who's an underdog today, to be honest. Okay. And there was a lot of close games that I thought uh, the underdogs were like it's it, the lines were too close to really call them a dog. But right. I mean, right. I love the Eagles today. Uh, I mean, I think right. Arizona, after playing that great game last week against Dallas, actually, I didn't even think it was that good of a game. I think Dallas just played that badly. Uh, gets smoked. Get smoked today, and I, right. you know, and then I right, what was the Jack, Jacksonville catches back up for their home game Actually, against the Titans. Playing now, they're playing in England, right? Well, they start they start in a half hour, right? Nine thirty start so, time. Oh, yes, that is true. So you got Jacksonville. Okay, so so you got you got uh, you got uh, San Fran uh, giving Arizona four, fourteen points. You got Philly giving Washington seven. And you got Jacksonville. Uh, let me see if I can get that real quick. Jacksonville. Well, I know the I know the favorite. I'll get I'll get to that later. Underdog pick, uh, Pax. You have an underdog pick. Uh, that so that where was that? There was the one game. I mean, I could probably go crazy and say that Chicago. I think Denver is an absolute ridiculous train wreck, and I think that they're more of a train wreck than Chicago, even though everybody thinks the other way. Really? Okay. Okay, so you're going to take them with three and a half points then. So we got you. All right, cool, cool. And as you know, folks, during this segment, me, Jim, and Jack give our underdog pick, and let's get that all queued up for you. So well, before right. you guys do that, before you guys do that, because I don't have much more time here, but I do want to talk to Jim for a minute. Uh, Jim. Okay, go right in. Now I know I know that you have had uh, you you watched this yesterday uh, last week, and there's no excuses that could be made. No. Uh, and but but the team itself was pointing fingers a little bit at each other. 
Do you feel that this game is a must-win situation? Yes. Not necessarily for the players, but for the coaches. I don't know if as much as the coaches as the players. And the reason I say that is because the players didn't play well, obviously, last week. And they always put the emphasis, and I said this before the show, on Dak, but Dak can give up 220-something yards on the ground. The defense has to play better. And that was the thing. And um, there's obviously issues on offense with the offensive line with the health of it, but there's no excuses. There's uh, no excuses. And I think it's more on the players because, you know, this is still probably the best team they've had in 10 years. And, and they have to play like that because their next couple of games are going to be rough. They got uh, San Francisco, they play Philadelphia, and then they're going to have some tough games coming up. So this is see where you're at. And this is not an easy game against New England. This is not an easy game. No, their defense, their defense is pretty sound, and they can score. Uh, I think that, you know, again, the number that to beat New England, I feel, is like 21. You score 21 points, you should beat New England. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I said, yes. Because it, New England hasn't scored over 20 points the whole year. So right. I agree with that. I agree. So, but I, I kind of feel like that this is, I mean, I, I know that, you know, when we talked about it, I, I was talking about this implosion that's going to occur. And I feel this game is is really a very specific game. I, I thought it was more on the coaches to make sure that they could hold this team together by winning this game. Uh, that obviously you need to make sure to put the players in the right position to win, Man, but I that the coaches got to do everything to make sure they win this game. Because if not, the implosion is coming. I don't think the implosion is coming. And the reason is, is I think everybody says this every year about McCartney, but he finds a way to get them to play. And that's why I don't think, I think he doesn't win the big ones. He won the goal, but on a reason, he finds a way to motivate this team. And like I said, there was no excuses for last week because – you can say what you want. That wasn't on the offense. That was on the defense because they knew they had injuries. And they, and they knew that they would have to change their game plan. And they didn't adjust. But that's still the defense. They're a lot healthy. And the kid they had played did. Bland, actually, other than that penalty um, pass interference, played pretty good. So you can't use that as an excuse. They attacked him on the off tackles. That's what they're attacking that. And that was terrible. I mean, it was fundamental stuff. Right. Yeah, exactly. Van Der Esch had a really bad game. Uh, actually, you could say Micah Parsons had a bad game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was over-pursuing all over the place. That's where those, you know, that's where you talked about that on our show a little bit. Nobody was staying in their lanes. Yeah. And because they were leaving their lanes, it left things wide open for the Cardinals to run all yeah. over you guys. And the best thing that probably happened to Parsons is Belichick. Belichick is telling the truth. This guy is a very good player. Don't get me wrong, but he is not Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor was probably once in a generation kind of player. You can say what you want, but there is not going to be, obviously, maybe another Lawrence Taylor because that was a difference. And that, that helped him now. Belichick told me, you're not Lawrence Taylor. Because Lawrence Taylor wasn't that he made things. I mean, he... When he walked on the field, you knew you had it. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's a poking of the bear, I think. Why, why would you want to do that against a guy who probably leads that defense? And, and 
I mean, obviously, he's, he's a great player, Micah Parsons. Yeah. But that's why would you poke the bear like that? I, I don't I don't quite understand. It's but I feel like the, well, no, and I get that, and I get that. You know what I mean, Lawrence Taylor. I don't like to compare players to other players. Why would you try to compare to one of the best players of all time on defense? You know, because if I go back, if I go back and look at the tape, I bet you in year two, Lawrence Taylor made certain mistakes very similar, or year three, very similar. There was, you know, he was a great player, but he learned how to be a great player because he was he was coached upright. Yeah, and that's that's some of the difference. I'm going to do it, Jack. Wait, 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 wait. Lawrence Taylor played on one of the greatest defenses in the history of football. It wasn't all just Lawrence Taylor. It, yeah, they it allowed him, they there. allowed they allowed him to become that big disruptor that he was. They had one of the greatest linebacker crews in, in, in NFL history, a great defensive line, an underrated defensive secondary. That defense was built from top to bottom. Lawrence Taylor is one of the greatest linebackers of all time, no doubt. But a lot of that has to do with playing under one of the greatest defensive coordinators of all time, yeah. one, of the, one of the greatest head coaches of all time, and one of the greatest defense of all time. So the, the t- it has to be the right situation. I, I don't agree think- with what you're saying, Mac, but he picked the level of that defense up. I, there's no I, doubt, but the the, the defense like, allowed him. If you want to the compare it, allowed, listen, the same Pags, Pags, I mean, Pax, Jim, the defense allowed him to do that. Bill Belichick allowed him to do that. And, they you know, in the position you, can, you can, you can, listen, Parsons can't be a dominant as Lawrence Taylor if that Dallas defense isn't dominant as the Giants defense was then. So there's a lot of reasons why things happen. You can't just take one guy as Pags said and compare him to another because it's a different situation. It's a different team. So Pags is 100% right on that. But if you say that, why is T.J. Watt so dominant? Now, because he's got, he 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 has a great defense he's playing with, and another defensive pass rusher. But do you know what Robert said? The twenty eighth in the league against the run. Against the run, right? But but the, I look at I look at him as you know I, I think of Robert Mathis from the Colts. You know that he was he was a great disruptor because he was he's good at winning the one on one battles and actually getting off the double teams and, and making disruptions. That's what makes T.J. Watt so good. He's part of the reason why that defense is so good. The problem is, is that they don't have the guys next to him to really stop the run. So you can run right at him and and get by him because he's always going after the quarterback. So that's that's some of the difference. But isn't that the same thing that happens to Michael Parsons? Is, Is that people run at him and it's a little bit different as opposed to running away from him? Definitely. Yes. The good thing about Michael Parsons is, is that one, he's not in the three-point stand. He's most of the time he's standing up, and he's able to make adjustments. He's quick enough on his feet to make that adjustment to try to get those tackles. That's why it hasn't worked so well. They've had to wait for him to over-pursue. You've had to do slight delays to be able to go at him because you need to make sure he commits before you start to go in his lane. And that's, and that's what the Cardinals did yet last week. They were able to wait for him to commit and then go at him. And that's why they were able to score so many. Because Van Der Esch, like I said, Van Der Esch was, was ridiculous last week. He was just terrible. Was, you know, and so it's like all that duct tape that they got him, that duct tape and bubblegum, keeping him together, was all falling apart last week. And he was just all, you know, he just was a mess. 
Yes, well, Van Der Esch is no Harry Carson or, or even even no. Kelly. So, so anyway, so I mean, that's again, I think it has to do with a lot of overall scheme in the team. But I, I, I still don't think they'll implode. I still think they'll be. I think McCartney does a good job of keeping that team together. And I didn't see. Go ahead. They'll be oh, in the playoffs. They didn't point be, fingers. They took accountability. They'll be in the playoffs help. again this year, Jip. There's no doubt about that. They're, they're still they're still one of the top four teams in the in the NFC. There's no doubt about that. You know, so I I, I don't have any worries about Dallas making the playoffs. Of course, it's the playoffs where we find out which team is the best, and that's that's the problem with Dallas. Yeah, and that's the problem. They play San Francisco after this game, which is going to be a, a difficult game for them. And San Francisco's a little banged up too, but they Listen. find a way to get it done. Right. So, Pags, are you good? Can you stick around a little longer, or you, you got to go? I, I got a few more minutes. They're, they're just about to start their radio show, which means that it's going to probably get a lot louder here. Yeah. Well, so I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Let me let you go. Go ahead, Matt. Go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and let you go, Pags. Uh, enjoy. Yeah, Pags gonna be on a radio show today, folks. Uh, what 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 station are you on, Pags? Uh, it's 97.5 The Fanatic. I'm only going to be on there for a second. Uh, so it's not, not it's not like I have a whole radio show. But they okay. at the tailgate, they're doing the radio show here. So I know it's going to about to get really loud. So right, and the man. tailgate's just about to go. We're not used to having 1 o'clock games. So people are, are just starting to funnel in here and getting excited. All right, my friend. You have a great day. Good luck to you today. All right. And I'll see you tomorrow. All right. All sounds right. good, Pax. The thing I was going to say, and this is happening to the Giants and the Cowboys, is, and I've said this before, is health. Where we're, both teams are beat up in a certain sense. You lose Diggs. Uh, Tyron Smith is not playing today. Uh, Martin's back and the center's back. But they're, they're back. But like has uh, been mentioned earlier in the show, is that what's happening is you can't have depth anymore. You, your front line guys are probably yeah. two times as good as the backups. Yeah. And also yeah, listen, I agree with that. But, Jim, you know how, you know how the NFL is. You, you're going to have injuries, yeah. and, 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 and you just got to be able to – you got to be able to play through them, and the other guys got to step up. I know it's it's not – agree. Again, I agree. It's, that's the best team. You know? It gets more difficult yeah. in this era. Because oh, sure. That's I agree with that, too. I mean, Saquon Barkley is the best back in the uh, – one of the best backs in the NFL, and not having Saquon Barkley makes an emphasis. And I think I think I think the Giants will play Seattle well. I don't know if they'll win. I Seattle is only a 1.5 favor. You know, yeah. if you I don't know me, either. I don't know either. I, I, it's there's going to be a, a that defense better become ready to play and hit and be ready to hit Geno Smith if they want to win this game. So, Jim, thing, go ahead. Let's no, give ahead. let's give the, let's give the folks our underdog pick. You know, and again, underdog is here. We got to we got to do this right, man. The best theme song that was ever made for a cartoon, easily underdog with his power pill. Let's see if we can give you uh, our picks, our power picks, we'll call them, Jim. This is our underdog 
uh, section here. And Jack, for his underdog, he has his Jets plus 9.5, um, 9.5 points with the Jets. We'll see if, if the Jets can hang in there today at the uh, Taylor Swift game. Jim, what do you, who do you got for your underdog? I got my Arizona card. I don't think my they're not my Arizona Cardinals, <laughs> but I think the Cardinals will keep it under 14. I don't think they'll win the game, but they won't be beat by 14 points. You know, I you know, I I think the Cardinals are a lot tougher and 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 a harder playing than a lot of people give them credit. And they, for. That's what I, after last week they I would yes. agree because they were in every game until the end, and obviously yes. they last week, but. And uh, I have a lot more respect for him after watching yeah. him play. And as you said, San Francisco is a little banged up. So you know, I, I they, listen. They're what they're three and zero. They may rest yeah. some player. We'll see what happens. I mean, listen. I do respect the job uh, Gagnon is doing over there. I, I am with, too. With I, I agree. I really, I really like the, what they're doing over there. But uh, I have to check in with the um, the best picker here. She's not on the show, but if she agrees with me, then I agree with that. <laughs> well, 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 well. I'll I'll give you her picks in a second here. Uh, my my underdog pick uh, today is going to be. Let me see. What do I got? I've got the Rams plus one at the Colts. So I really think the Rams will beat the Colts today. We'll see. I don't know if Richardson is or not. Yeah, I, Rams I are another team that's sneaky. They played well this year. I'm kind of shocked. Yes, yeah. yes. Captain Jack was doing pretty soon. Ask it. Banged <laughs> up was that a San Francisco pun? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not getting uh, into that, Jack. <laughs> Pickles, uh, Texans will beat the Steelers today. Some people think that. And let me give you our producer's picks real quick so that, uh, you know, she went 4-0 last week. The first one to go for her. She has Pittsburgh. Minus three and a half against Houston. Minnesota, minus three against Carolina. Solid. Denver, minus three and a half. She doesn't, she doesn't think that Denver is worse than Chicago. We'll see. And the pass getting seven at the Cowboys, Jim. So um, we'll see what we'll see what we'll see what happens today. As long as they stay within the seven, you know, uh, we'll see. Like I said, I, I listen, I expect it to be a good game. Other than I, this I, game, you gotta remember, Linda. Uh, producer, that the Cowboys have scored over 30 points. Yes. So Linda, Linda, Linda said that's why the Patriots are an underdog, Jim. See, that's how, that's how she thinks. You see, so you know, so that's, you know, I, I really, she sits down and she looks and she asks me what some questions about the, you know, the underdog versus the, the favorite, and she still comes up with good picks. I don't know how. Yeah, I she does. Right yeah, it's pretty impressive. It is. It is. So, so Jim, we haven't done this yet. Let's, you know, Commander Nash is doing, folks, to let you know. Captain Jack's doing here shortly, and we'll be talking to them about their matchups. I imagine Captain Jack's really happy. Uh, here comes Commander Nash now. See, we're on. Oh. I've got like psychic abilities here. You really uh, do. I do. It's like I say it. And it happens. I mean, I hope that's how my picks go today, Jim. We'll see though. Good, good morning, Commander yeah, Nash. Good morning, everybody. How y'all doing this morning. morning? You're not in Philly, yes. huh? I was gonna go to the game, but I had some family things to take care of. So family came first. So maybe next year. 
Yeah. All right, cool, cool. And of course, you know, we've been we've been talking about my co-host. Sorry to interrupt you here, Commander Nash. We'll get right to you. But we've been talking about my co-host all day who's been up partying all night in private rooms and taking limos <laughs> from place to place. So Jack Hirsch has joined us. Uh, you know, and, and the show's gone. Jack is gonna be very proud of Jim as Jim has interrupted it the show as many times as Jack normally has. So um <laughs> So with you gone, Jim is filled in very adequately for you. I kind of make the comparison here. Like I'm the Aaron Rodgers of this show. I was out with the injury and Jim's like the Zach Wilson. How's that? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Right. And I gave you a compliment. Oh, not according to Mac. (laughs) No, I said that you were out. You were a flag football star and you were upset at the things that are going on with the Jets, so you tried out for the Jets. That's really good. <laughs> I sent a letter to that them that true. got rejected and, and years you know, ago. <laughs> and you know, well, wait, 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 Nash, this is why we bring him on so you can let it wait, 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 wait. Uh, oh man, <laughs> this is why we bring Commander Commander Nash on. So he can he can hit here and laugh at you and Jim. Uh, that's, that's not why you're here, Commander Nash. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> so Commander Nash, of course, you guys are going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. What, Jack? Jack, calm down. I know you just got on the show. I'm a little calm down now. I had, I had this thing I never had before because I only slept a couple of hours. Press <laughs> no. It's supposed to give you a good jolt. That. Jack, please, uh, <laughs> please, just let me talk to Commander Nash, please. Anyway, um, Captain Jack will be in, folks. So for some reason, he said he didn't get the link. So I have been, while trying to control the show here, uh, said re, uh, resending him the link, uh, forwarded to you. So, Captain Jack, you should have the link coming towards you. Commander Nash, let's get back to the Eagles, Redskins. Um, divisional game, Philadelphia yes, is undefeated. Um, you know, listen. Washington is not a bad team. They are a decent team. What can Washington do to beat the Eagles today, Captain? I mean, you look at the uh, game against Buffalo. I've always kept saying offense, offense a lot, but last week it wasn't all the offense a lot. It was on Sam Howell as well. It was kind of 50 50. We're going to have to do what we did last year when we went up in Philadelphia when they were undefeated 8 0. We ran the ball. We got to get Robinson involved early. We, we got more wins in Philadelphia than we do in Washington. So we played better in Philadelphia. So I really think we can go in Philadelphia and win like we did last year. Hey, right, hey, I had a question for you when you talked about Sam Howell real quick. Is He's on pace to get sacked the most times ever in NFL history. How do you change that? Running the ball? I think that that is the big factor because we kind of went away from the run in the Bills game and they knew we was going to pass it and they kept ambushing our offensive line. And then once we started running, we was, the score was too high. We was already out of the game. Not just Robinson. Let's get Gibson involved. Gibson's a good runner too. We drafted a running back. Get everybody involved. Committee. Running back by committee. Mm-hmm. We have to run the ball because Sam Howell, I mean, he he was hit nine times. And yeah. like uh, Jim said, he might be uh, be up there with uh, David Carr sack numbers when he's with the Texans, and that's we don't want that. <laughs> that's yeah. big numbers. Sam Howe has one good game at the end of last year against Dallas, and they basically called him the franchise quarterback. I think that was a big mistake. 
I agree. I was at that game. Uh, Washington came out swinging. It was the division game. It was at home. Of course, we're going to play good. Last game of the year, we have nothing to lose. Throw it all out there on the table. Dallas had more to play for than we did. We were just playing for pride and trying to finish the season off strong. But um, I agree. Right. Sam Howe, that was way too early. We always do that. We get these quarterbacks and we label them so high without them even completing a full season yet. And a lot of our fans are already calling for a pull for Sam Howe. I don't think we do that. I think we let them play the whole season and develop because we keep pulling quarterbacks. We'll never have a franchise quarterback. Closest quarterback we had as franchise was Kirk Cousins. He put up three consecutive 4,000-yard seasons. We ain't even seen numbers like that since Mark Rippon and Jay Schrader and Doug Williams back in the 80s and early 90s. Commander Nash, you know that the Eagles are going to run the ball and try and run it down your throat. They've been doing that well all year. Um uh, how do you stop their run? And and what I'm going to do is I'm you know don't let this distract you. I'm going to bring on Captain Jack. Now he's a very excitable man. Oh yeah. So uh, you know it might get a little crazier for a second. So so don't let him distract you because I know he's got a lot to say about his franchise quarterback. Uh, you know Jimmy G. So well, well I met him in. I met him in Kansas City at the drive. Captain Jack's awesome. <laughs> All right, good. Well, there we go. So with that being said, we'll bring out yeah! the old seat. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, the Raiders is not scaring anybody these days. Oh. <laughs> it is Halloween time. Is that Jeff guy? Yeah. Where? Listen, how you doing, Captain Jack? Hey, hey, Captain Jack. Jeff, take your helmet off, okay? There you go. Helmet up. How you doing, there, Commander? And Jack, okay? You know, wait, wait. Let me get the. There you go. See, I have to remember that. <laughs> Jack was saying it's got calling in and for a joke. Jack, it's a joke, okay? But I love you, Jack. It's I got enough problems with the Jet game tonight. I gotta wait all day. I mean, I can't be put out of my misery halfway during the game and get it over with. I gotta wait till tonight to get my. You get to see Taylor Swift though. There you go. That's where hey, that's it, it right there. Good idea for Aaron Rodgers to go to the game and be on the sidelines. That's that's a bigger you know, question. You know, you know the, the, I knew this was going to happen. Captain Jack comes on, the show just goes south. Um, you know, and, and Captain Jack's doing a Brady Bunch Hollywood Square pointing thing. I don't know what that's all about. I live in but anyway, Hey, I'm a Yankee down south. Of course, it's going south. Come on, man. Give me some. All right, okay. Don't worry. I'm, I'm going to get to you in a going minute, Jack, south. about the Raiders who are terrible. But Commander Nash, um, how do you stop? How do you stop that Philly run? We it's, we got to hit them early. Our defensive front, they got to stop over pursuing, trying to get sacks. They need to stay in the gap and contain the running backs. Our linebacker core is still not as good as. I wanted to be. We should have went out and got some linebackers. But last year, the running game, they did decent, but it was Brown and Smith that torched us in the air. I'm more worried about uh, A.J. Brown and um, Smith because, you know, Hurts, we, we're not good against running quarterbacks. You've seen what Josh Allen did against us. 
We got uh, it's Philadelphia. We got to keep their offense off the field. We have to run the ball. We don't run the ball. We don't win. That's point blank. We have to run the ball. All right. Listen, that's it is point blank. And, you know, I still think Swift is going to have a big game. That may, that guy and that offensive line is. is oh, he's doing great. So, he's doing great in Philadelphia. I, I agree. Captain Jack, let's get to you and your franchise quarterback, Jimmy G, <laughs> who I knew I knew he was going to get hurt again. He always does. And now, you, now I don't even know who the name of your backup quarterback is, Cam Jack. Can you tell us that? He had a good preseason, O'Connell. He did. We don't even know the name of our backup quarterback. We don't even know who the hell's going to play today, okay? <laughs> By the way, I'm getting rid of some of these these uh, these windows so I don't sound like I'm coming from a submarine. <laughs> Okay. Thank you. How, how does that, man? I, I laugh if I understood you, Captain Jack. I'm sure it was <laughs> funny. But let me let me ask you this: Devonte Adams, your best offensive player. When's he going to want out? He's not going to want to put up with this much longer. No. Well, if, well, if, what, if you look how, at the tabloids, uh, he already wants out. Yep. I don't know. I, I tell you what, if uh, if you get if you get who I want, by the way, if you watch my shows on the Captain Jack channel, I've been saying this for a while. By the way, I got a lot of shows. Some of them are here because I got to keep within the Northeast Streaming Sports standard of not swearing, and then some of them are uncensored. So come on, as you will, okay? Come over to my channel and hear. What the foxtrot I'm talking about? See, I, I cleaned it up for for the for this show. Okay, um, I'm a I'm an old I'm an old seller. Do I go on your show Sorry. and tell them to come off your show and come watch my show? I don't do that, right? No, no. This is a great show. I'm just saying, if you go, if you go, if you go to the Mac and Jack show. You expect to see great Mac and Jack stuff with with Jim Jeffco. Again, I can't. Think, I'm trying to see if that's Jim, but the glare is oh, not way too much. Captain you know, Jack, um, Captain yeah, Jack. Okay, the reason okay. you can't see me is because you've been watching Sir. that bad Raiders football, and it's messed up your eyesight. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> Captain Jack, keep wow. in mind well, that Matt, no, actually, that that is true. No, wait, no, wait a second. You asked. You asked about it. The Raiders are good for about, let me see, they were good for like two, two and a half minutes in Buffalo, which I was there front row, by the way. They were good for about Opening oh, drive. a drive of about four, four. No, well, it wasn't. It wasn't hey, it, what, you are incorrect, sir. It was not the opening drive last week because he had a three and out, three against and out, Buffalo. and then they no, scored. Against Buffalo. Okay. They- I was there. It was two and a half minutes because I was there. And you're trying to tell me I wasn't there? Two and a half minutes, Jack. If it wasn't a game, we weren't there. Okay? I watched the Raiders the length of the We're not going to get a word in anyway. And you have the delay happening. You have the delay happening because Jack came in late to the show. And, you know, and... And, and, and I was continue, continue to aggravate Jack for the whole show if I let him. Um, so what do the Raiders do now, uh, Captain Jack, for the rest of the season? I mean, you know, 
are uh, you know is Denver Broncos better than the Raiders? You've got two teams right now, the the Chiefs and the Chargers, that are that are that are going to compete for that playoff spot. Maybe get a wild card. What's going to go on with Denver and the Raiders? You think? You think? Okay, well, first off, the Raiders have their only home game of the season today in Los Angeles. Their only home game of the season of the game of the of the season is in Los Angeles. There will be more silver and black folks in that stadium than there will be people wearing uh, whatever the hell their colors are. You know, blue and and gold and and garbage and you know all that other other stuff that the, that the garglers wear okay i again i was there last year for the home opener you didn't see me on tv i was right after yeah. i was right after the big play that there uh that was made uh, against herbert now going back to the quarterback situation why i was so rudely interrupted by jack in the corner Okay. Well, he has something to do with the quarterback. <laughs> they got Taylor Swift. Yeah, I, I, I like I, I like it. I like your. Oh, by the way, uh, Commander Nash, good seeing you, brother. And and of course, yeah, too, to my shipmate up here. See, I can learn how to point to the right. Oh, there you go. Um, go. What do you, you want to hear first, Jack? You want to hear that I, I was up early I want to know is Josh McDaniels on the hot seat? Is the relationship know. of Mark Davis so solid that he's in good no matter what? Good question. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> to answer your question, sir, because I will be kind enough to do that. Okay. This is a hot seat bowl today. Today is a hot seat bowl. We don't know who's going to get fired first, either McDaniel or Staley. Now, my money's on Staley, and I'll tell you why. First off, Mark uh, Mark Mark Daniels, he, he was the guy on TV that produces uh, 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 comet, comedy shows. Anyway, Mark Davis is so effing cheap that he does not want to pay two, if not three, coaches at the same time. The work, We don't even know if he's still paying Gruden. We don't know that yet. If he's still paying Gruden, which is a possibility, and he's paying McDaniel for whatever money he's paying, and to get rid of McDaniel, no, he doesn't want to do that. He's too freaking – I cleaned it up for you there, Jack – too freaking cheap to pay two, if not three, coaches at the same time. So McDaniels is okay, providing he doesn't lose the locker room. Now, that is the big question of the day. Okay, the Raiders have played well in spurts, and and that's a joke I will just not even go for. Okay, because that's just way <laughs> too easy when you talk about spurts. But but the point is, is that the Raiders' offense needs to be in sync. They they have been in sync. They were in sync actually in the fourth quarter last week uh, against the the uh, whoever the hell we were playing last week. I just like quite, a bad memory. Who was it? It was somebody of our favorite. Yeah, the Stillers. The Stillers. No, say it correctly. It's Stillers and Eggles. Remember, you got you got to say it the way that they say it up there. The Stillers. I tell you what, it was a blackout in Allegiant. It definitely was a blackout in Allegiant for the first time almost ever. But the other black was wearing black and gold instead of silver and black. But 
they came alive. They came alive in about the uh, the fourth quarter, where you have Jimmy Garbageopolo, who actually be, uh, started to get some passes in. But I saw him because uh, my, my seat's right next to where the, the Raiders come in and out of the tunnel. I saw him leave for the first half, okay, and he didn't look really good, okay. So the point is, is that we don't know whether he was under that concussion because he's still under concussion protocol. He's out for this game. What I want to see, what I want to see is I want to see a no coddle. The kid that we did a four, uh, we we put a fourth rounder for, and by the way, we jumped up in front of people in order to get him because he was a a, a quarterback that a lot of people were looking at as far as his intangibles. He's very smart. He's quick in his reads. He has good um, cognitive uh, uh, quarterback knowledge. He has good quarterback, you know, getting rid of the ball and reading defenses. We spent a fourth round, fourth rounder on him. And in the Is preseason, he was the team. team. God, God. Shut up, Jack! I'm trying to make a point. I'm, I'm muted. I was asking is Brian Hoya still on the. You're muted again, Jack. You're muted again, Captain. Okay. Captain, he's muted right now. Go ahead. Finish, finish <laughs> your you. point. You. Or this right. will never get over. Jack, you're awesome. I'd like to get. Yes, Hoyer's still on the team. The question will be, and again, at this home game in Los Angeles, because the Raiders. Own Los Angeles, okay? This is a home game. If you see Brian Hoyer trotted out to start the series, you're going to see that stadium erupt in booze because everybody and their grandmother wants to see Aiden O'Connell. And you were talking about Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams wants to see Aiden O'Connell come in and complete this series. Hoyer is a relief pitcher. We already know what we got with Hoyer, okay? That's true. We know he's plug and play. He doesn't need a lot of practice snaps. He just knows the offense, okay? With Garoppolo, and I was uh, last week he was garbage Garoppolo until the fourth quarter, and not playing very well, okay? I want to see Aiden O'Connell in there. I want to see what he can do. He's not going to have Bosa on one side because I think Bosa's out. And uh, Khalil Mack, who I call 50 who on my show, for those who, uh, that don't watch, uh, 50 who has not been playing up. Now, granted, he plays a better game against the Raiders than pretty much any anybody else because it's the Raiders, and he wants to show them. But I think Bosa's out. There's a lot of people out. Eckler is out from what I understand, or he's questionable. There's a lot of people that are out. If Devontae Adams gets his wish, and if the Raider Nation – by the way, there's only one nation, please – those people that keep calling their team a nation, there's only one nation. And the NFL put it even on their byproducts on the NFL.com. Uh, there's no other team that says nation. It says Captain, Captain, it's, Captain it's only a two-hour show. And, you know, you've been, I, I, I love having you on and your, and your great expoundation of your points. Um, so you're looking for the kid to play is what yes, you're sir. saying. And hopefully – uh, he lights a little fire yes, under sir. the Raiders against the Chargers Hopefully. tonight. So, so we'll see what happens with that. I think it's going to be a very interesting game. Back to back to Commander Nash for a minute here because we we did, we spend we haven't spent a lot of time with him. I want want your thoughts on the rest of the teams here. Um, you know, Dallas 
the Eagles and the Giants. The Giants are playing Seattle tonight. Um, Dallas is playing the Patriots. Tomorrow night they play Seattle. Well, okay, tomorrow night. Thank you, Jack. But what do you what do you expect from them two games? Those games could go either way. Like you said, we talked about who's our rivalry in our division. The Eagles are the only team in our division that we got more wins over. We got we're eighty nine and eighty two against the Eagles. Uh, Dallas has got more wins against us, and they came out in the 60s, and the Giants got more wins than us. So if we don't beat Philadelphia and they pass us, there's no rivalry. Everybody in the division has gotten wins on us. So we need to beat Philadelphia. I do think uh, Dallas and New England is going to be a great game. I think Zeke's going to come out and run hard. But, you know, Dallas has got a good team. You know, football is football. you got to respect it. they got some great weapons. That should be a good one. Seattle versus the Giants. It depends on what Giants team show up. I know Shaquan, uh, I mean, Barkley, I think he's out. So to mm-hmm. see who's going to plug in at the running back. But truthfully, I'm focused on this game because if we lose to Philadelphia and we drop down to one and three, I don't see us even compete for a wild card. That's how important this game is today. See, I, I disagree with you a little bit, Commander. I think okay. the schedule plays to the commander's favor. And they're they're uh, they're like the Giants were last year. They're gonna make they're Correct. gonna get some wins, and I think it will. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. I agree with you on that one. I and mean, we got the Bears on the short week on Thursday night. But you look at the last time we the last two times we played the Bears once at FedEx and once in Washington. It came down to the wire. Them games you can't rule out the Chicago Bears, and I'm not even underestimating them either. They coming in the FedEx, they can play us, and they could drag out to the fourth quarter. See, Commander Nash, they're two and one right now. They would drop to two and two, Washington. I'm a little confused here. Yeah, I had to double check because I remember no, they were the Arizona <laughs> and then they beat Denver yeah. week two and then lost last week badly. I'm still hung over the loss against Buffalo. I'm still ain't got my, I've seen that in person, so I'm still dealing with that right now. <laughs> well, you know, but Commander two, Nash two, good. Been, Commander Nash is, is has been knocked off his game by Captain Jack, as we always <laughs> know can knock off our game by Captain Jack. So that's that's the presence of the the, the salty pirate that comes on uh, that it hasn't been on for a while. So we're glad to have him, guys. We're gonna. We're gonna go over the rest of the rest of the the, uh, the games that we haven't picked. If you guys want to chime in with with okay. your thoughts on these games that we haven't picked, it'll be a lot of fun. So uh, we got Atlanta and Jacksonville. Uh, I think Jim or Pax took Jacksonville. We're, they're gonna be they're playing here soon. I think. I think should be already kicked off. Yes, sir. I think they're kicking off and playing right now. What do you guys thought? Jacksonville isn't playing as good as people thought. In the, in the beginning, and they were supposed to, a lot of people thought would win that division. Right now, they're having a little problems. Atlanta's a little banged up. Uh, what do you think about that game? You think Atlanta has a shot at beating Jacksonville? Jim, what do you think? I think I'm going to go with this is just me. I'm going to go with uh, Atlanta. And I think you were right. Jacksonville is not playing well. And I think Atlanta's going to take advantage of it with their running game. And I could be, you know, I haven't been very good this year. No, you haven't, Jim, and we all we all know that. Jack, what do you think? I like Jacksonville, but you know, Jacksonville last year they reminded me of Jim's Cowboys team that went seven and nine, finished strong the second year under Jimmy Johnson, and then made the playoffs the next year. And then, of course, there were a couple of Super Bowls. 
Uh, but maybe Jacksonville isn't taking the next step. Trevor Lawrence has kind of been a little slow to develop. And Mac, you have to be wincing because Evan Ingram is turning into a star with Jacksonville and the Giants had him and maybe it was coaching. Jacksonville should win the game by more than the three points that favored. No wincing here, Jack. What do you think, Captain? What's your, what's your thoughts on this game? Well, actually, the the uh, what is it? The England is it me? Yeah, Commander. Ahead, I, I heard Captain Commander. There's a lot of ranks going around here. Okay. Yeah, there is. There is. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hey, remember a a a cap a captain outranks a commander ship, mate. I'm just saying. Much okay, respect, Jack. Much respect. Over, Much over respect there. to you, man. Um, I tell you what. Yeah, I love you as well. I love you as well. I, I, you know, every time we talk about the, uh, I won't say whatever, whatever the hell the name of your team is this week. We we, <laughs> call, we, we call them the Commodores. And I put on, I put on machine gun. I put on machine gun by Earth, Wind, and Fire. You know, but yeah, when we're talking about the Commodores, yeah, because, yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, who's your pick? The pick. Yeah. Oh man! Um, you know you what? what? The Jaguars are own, own, <laughs> the, own, they own England because they go there every week or every other what it should be like every year. I think that they're going to have a better stay. I know next week they'll have a better chance because they'll be there two weeks. They only stay and then they stay that extra week for that second game. Um, it's going to be a close game. I think that the Falcons are a better team if they if they can. Can get to uh, if they can get to England, and again with Bijan Robinson running the ball, Ritter not not throwing up some stupid picks. I think the Falcons may win. May win. I think a lot of people got the blueprint on Jacksonville from last year. That's probably why a big factor why they're struggling. But um, I'm going with Atlanta. I, I think Atlanta's looking at their division and say, hey, we got a shot at this. I think they come out hungry. And like Jim said, and um, Captain said, I think they come out and they run the ball. Robinson, I think they come away to win. Um, I, I, I Listen, I don't know who's going to win that one. I, I am not impressed uh, with, with, uh, with Trevor Lawrence right now. Uh, I don't know. I, I still think he's technically he has problems. Miami-Buffalo, a really big game in the Ooh. AFC. Jim, what do you think on that game? It's, it hurts my heart to say this, but I am going to win the game. I have to say it in low because I am really hurt on this one. I could see a classic high-scoring game, even though both teams have decent defenses, a Miami 36-33 to win. I think it's going to be a great game. Captain, you, wow. do you have any hope for uh, – for Buffalo, Buffalo has, has pretty much and and uh, and their quarterback has done really well against Miami. Does Buffalo bring Miami back down to the ground? Ooh, that's a t um. Yes, I think Miami's going to be coming off a high with scoring seventy points. I think Buffalo comes out swinging and do what they did against us. Come at their um tour. I can see Buffalo winning this one. It's going to be high scoring, like Captain said. But I'm going for the Bills. So, Captain, you, who do you got? Between Buffalo and Miami? Oh, wow. Um, I, I tell you what, I, I think Buffalo finally figures out that they need to sustain uh, 
what, what they lost the first game of the season. They came out and, and, and whooped us in week two. I like Buffalo at home over Miami. Uh, but it's going it, to – I tell you what, Miami ain't dropping no 70 burgers on, on Buffalo because they actually no. have, a, have a defense. Um, no. I, I like I like Buffalo in a in a in a in a tight game. It's in Buffalo too. That's that's hard. But I just think nobody's yep. figured out Tariq Hill this year. Well, actually, the porn star did because she said that she would help him in the industry once he's done. I'm just passing news because he said he wanted to do something yes, after I football. Say that. Why, that's why are you happy on the show, man? This is I why did. I did. I did hear that. I did hear that, Captain. Oh, my goodness. Captain Jack, remember, Jim was a, a former Buffalo Bill player. Remember that. Who? Jim Jeffcoat is a former Buffalo Bill. Yes, sir. I know that. I know. <laughs> and you so, heard because you were yeah. a former Buffalo Bill and you didn't get the invite from the porn star, Jeff. Well, he didn't do much against the Jets, though, when he played against them when he was with the oh, 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 hey, oh, oh, go. Wow. Where did that there come from? I'm just right, saying. Yeah. There we go. I muted both of those for right now so we can get to the back to the picks. I'll, I'll turn your mics back on in a second. The Rams, surprising Rams, playing the Colts who are, are having a good season. What do you guys think? It's a, it's going to be a. I think it's a close one. I do like the way the Rams are playing. What do you think, Jim? I go with the Rams because Anthony Richardson is playing today, not Minshew. I'm gonna go with the Rams. Jack? Yeah, I yeah, agree. I thought Rams. Minshew was going to be in again. That Anthony Richardson, they were going to be a little careful with them. Uh, I like Indianapolis. I they're a little better than we thought they were. The Rams have played a bit over their head. They were even competitive in the loss to the powerful 49ers. I like Indianapolis to, you know, edge them out in the close games. Captain, what do you think about the Rams and, and the Colts? Well, since the porn star, porn stash, Gardner Minshew is not playing. See, I threw it back in there. Um, uh, and, and I'm a Gator. I'm a Gator. And, and I liked, I liked Richardson at Florida, but he still needs some more seasoning. I like the Rams' defense. All right, cool. Cool. And I, I, listen, I, I think the Rams – the Rams are a lot better than people thought they were going to be. Pickles thinks yep. the Rams by 6-2. Uh, let's see. We got the, the the Raiders against the Chargers. I know Captain uh, is is looking for the, the Raiders to pull the upset here. I, I don't see any I don't see any chance of that. What do you think, Jim? I think um, the Chargers are going to win this game. And it's going to be close, obviously, because it's a conference game. But I think the Chargers will win by three. Yeah, I like Jack, the Chargers. I, I think Captain Jack was right about Brandon Staley. If the Chargers lose today, he might very well get fired. I, I Josh McDaniel won't, yeah. McDaniels won't get fired if the Raiders lose today. Yes. But Brandon Staley, he punted deep in his own territory in the game, and you know, and they're lucky they escaped with the win at Minnesota. But he's really on the hot seat because the expectations were a lot higher. With the charges and look at the talent on that team too. They've run this. You're true. You are true there, Commander Nash. What do you think? Who are you taking? Raiders, Chargers. Well, everybody's going for Chargers, but I think since the Raiders are going back home, they get the running game going. I mean, they need this win. I think, of course, we didn't need win more than the Chargers. I'm gonna go for the Raiders. I think they're gonna go back to uh, California and get to come out in the win. 
Listen, Captain Jack is going to send you those free tickets. I don't care what. I try. <laughs> Captain, I know you're hoping. I know you're you're hoping for for an upset, but I know I also know you're not a, a homer. What's your honest opinion of this game coming up? Well, actually, uh, I went over this game with Captain uh, Captain Defense uh, for the Wild Wild West show, where we discussed Wild Wild West matters, and even him and I both came up with we don't know who the hell's going to win because we don't know. Which team is going to come out? Is it a Chargers team, which actually has found their identity? Is it a Raiders team that can play more than maybe eight minutes of football a game? Uh, I don't know. I do know, just like Mr. Jeffcoat said, because remember, he's the only one of us who played on the gridiron, brother, professionally. Got it. Got to go with that corporate knowledge. It's like when some schmuck was talking to Stuart Schwagert saying, you don't know what the hell you're talking about, uh, about football, and he's played football. Here's the point. It is going to be a close game. All AFC West contests are going to be close. I think if it comes down to kicking, we're going to win because we got the better kicker. Mm -hmm. uh, that's good a good point. And, but but well, just to point. correct you, Jim Jeffcoat is last in picks right now. He might have played the game, but he really <laughs> doesn't know how to play. Dang. I'm getting killed, Captain. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not going to let me let that down either. You need to up your picks, man. You need to get your picks. I, I have to get some picks. Jim is riding the Cowboys out the whole season, no matter I, what. He took a bow. He's no, I'm going to be honest, game. man. The next couple of weeks, I'm going to have some questions. Okay. All right. Okay. Jim's Don't, be be yeah. um, Don't be a homer. Let's, let's talk a little bit. Listen, I'm, I'm very um, – I'm very surprised at how hard the Cardinals are playing. I like your new head coach coming over the Eagles. They're playing some really tough football. They're out there. They're physical. They're hitting. They're running the ball. Uh, they're coming up against San Francisco. San Francisco's favorite by, by 14. I don't know. I, I'm not sure if I'm not sure if San Francisco can win by 14. What do you think, Jeff? I I said that San Francisco is obviously going to win the game. But I don't think it'll be by 14. And I could be wrong, which I've been wrong a lot these <laughs> last couple of weeks. <laughs> but I think that uh, they might win by 10, 9. But it's hard to win by 14 in the NFL. 9 is 30. Jack, six the Cowboys are playing the Giants. Listen, Josh Dobbs, the Cardinal quarterback, he went into the team store. He wanted to buy some gifts, some jerseys with his name on it to give to relatives. Yep. They have none of him. They have nothing for Joshua Dobbs in the store. That's how kind of disorganized. Let's not get carried away, you know. Cardinals caught the Cowboys napping. The Cowboys obviously took them way too lightly. I don't I think mean. they caught him napping. I think the Cardinals outplayed him. That's just the bottom well, line. Well, yeah, the Cowboys couldn't have been up for that game. I mean, I know you're supposed to be up yeah, there. If you look at the film of the Cardinals' last two games, they were close in Washington, yep. New York. So you can't say that. And they he blew a big it. lead against the Giants. But anyway, the Niners at this moment are probably, I think, the best team in football at this moment. It doesn't mean they're going to be it, you know, a couple of weeks from now. But at this moment, there's no yeah, one better. I think Philadelphia, regardless, because they're winning games 
even though they're not playing at, on offense at their top level. I would say Philadelphia right now. Well, that's why the Niners at this moment are uh, slightly the better team at this moment until Jalen yeah, this Hurts moment, this moment. Uh, Commander Nash, what are your thoughts on this game? Do you think Arizona could stay with San Francisco for maybe three quarters and, and maybe lose it in the fourth? I agree. I don't think they're going to. I don't think San Francisco beat them by more fourteen. Arizona's been playing some tough football, as we talked about in the last three games. Of course, the 49ers are talented overall, more better team. I think it's going to be closer. It is divisional, you know, game as well. But I think the Cardinals are going to surprise. I think they're going to hang with them for a while. I think they'll keep it close. Captain Jack's shaking his head yes, so I think he agrees with with Jim <laughs> and and, and uh, not with Pickles. Who is with Jackson? Forty ers by. I command the Nash here too, Mac. I mean, he knows his stuff. Yeah, pickle, pickles is smoking something in Lebanon. <laughs> wow. Oh my yes. goodness. Yes. So I guess Captain Jack is 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 with us all, and of course. Jack pays so much attention to the show. He says, ask Commander Nash. And, of course, I've already asked him what his pick was. So, you know, I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, what, I, I want to get to the, K, the the Kansas City, or I should say the Taylor Swift game that's going to be playing today in New York. Aaron Rodgers might be, be there. I don't know if he's going to sit next to her up in the booth or, or how they're going to arrange this to maybe put the hex on Taylor Swift, I, I don't know. It's really crazy to me about this whole thing. But can the Jets cover the spread, Jim? What do you think? No. Nine and a half. Not, that's not a negative against Jack. I think Kansas City is starting to – everybody thought they were in trouble after that first game. Kansas City's not in trouble. They're going. They're that good. Sorry, Jack. Jack well, you know, I mean – Jack. Jim obviously doesn't have a great deal of respect for the Jet defense. The Jets are going to keep it close. I could see the Chiefs winning by a field goal at the end of the game, but the Jet defense is going to rise to the occasion. Jim should know as a former player, this is a spotlight game Sunday night. Everyone is at their best because everyone is watching this game because it's the only game going on. And uh, the question is with Zach Wilson, he's going to be the focus. And yeah, but here's the problem with that theory. The worst team in football, the Dallas Cowboys, beat the Jets 30 to 10. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, the Jet defense is too good for the Chiefs to really, you know, I, I feel, you know, to cover the points. What is it, nine and a half now or so? Yeah, nine it's and not. Half. Nine and a yeah, half points, that's what we got anyway. It's going to be a close game. I can see the Chiefs winning 17 to 16, something like that. Commander Nash, Jack, I think, is is still hanging on to the Super Bowl dream that was presented to him by Aaron Rodgers. Um, listen, Zach Wilson is not confident. He's they're gonna have to throw the ball. They're gonna have to, and and he's gonna make mistakes. A lot of pressure with Taylor Swift being there, maybe Aaron Rodgers being there. I mean, I think the game's gonna be too big for for Zach Wilson, and I think the Jets might get steamrolled. What do you think? Ooh, man. Like I said, Sunday night football, the only game watching. Uh, first of all, the Jets are not the Bears. Jets got a better defense. And um, yeah. like you said, I think I think I have to agree. I think they're going to keep it close. I don't think Kansas City is going to uh, blow up the Jets. I think the Jets is going to come out swinging tonight and keep yeah. it close. And the defense is going to play good. 
and they're going to try to contain uh, Kelsey. I mean, you look at the Chiefs receivers, they're not that threatening. So don't be surprised if the Jets keep this close throughout in the fourth quarter. Wow. Jets will be Listen winning at the half, I <laughs> Listen, it worked, Jack. Jack, uh, Com Commander Nash, you will have tickets sent to you for the Tyson Fury, uh, uh, what is it, right? So it didn't work. Um, uh, Captain Jack, what do you think? Let, let's bring some. Let's bring some sensibility here. Zach Wilson's a total bust. Well, no, the, if you're the, talking the, about Zach Wilson and bust, you're talking about his mom, because that's the best thing <laughs> that that Zach Wilson brings to his team is his mom is is awesome looking as hell. Um, it, but if you're also, she is. Look her up, okay? I, 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 come on, guys. This is reality. Uh, I do think that I do think that I do think that uh, nine and a half on any team, even the Jets, is a bit much. I, I think that they will keep it within those margins. The deep, like I said, it's Sunday night. It's going to be closer than than a blowout. Um, you know, and if the Jets get some uh, get some, you know, turnovers. Yep. Which uh, they they might be able to keep it closer and maybe even spring a win. I'm not saying they're going to, but I think that they're going to keep yeah. it with it within those bounds. I, I think their defense is 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 PO'd that everybody's looking at. You know that chick. By the way, that chick up in the booth. All she's doing is she's figuring out how she's going to put make her next song about <laughs> Kelsey. Okay, that's what this is all about. You know. How can I get a really good song and bring tra Travis? You broke my heart, you bastard. You know, whatever <laughs> it's gonna be like that. And so oh, that's what yeah, this is uh, about. Listen, listen. Captain Jack is very deceptive. She is Captain, a Captain Jack. <laughs> Captain Jack is 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 just he's just a lonely guy who is very jealous that Travis Kelsey. Is as a as a superstar girlfriend. Have you Captain seen who I sit next to in my games, there, shipmate? You would no, not I... even be saying that. Okay, right. trust me. This old this old dude can pull some good stuff. <laughs> Listen, one more well, game. I really well, don't want to. I really don't want to. I don't really don't even want to talk about this because because if the Giants lose Monday night, they got Miami and Buffalo after this. This could get ugly quick. Um, Jim, what do you think? What does what what do you think is going to happen? Do, do the Giants have to put pressure and not pressure, but but put uh, you know Seattle's quarterback on the ground? What do you think? Well, Geno's going to have nightmares about being back in New York, so I'm going to go with the Giants. Wow, wow. Yeah, Jack, I, I mean, know Jack's an avid Giant fan. I know uh, Thibodeau I isn't going to be sacking him much, but uh, if it will, but. Uh, be honest. I told you about him, Jim. Maybe not around. Maybe you, you will. Uh, Seattle, I give him an edge there, but this is the one game if the Giants don't win, it just gets tough. But Seattle has a good team. That's what people don't realize. They look at yeah. Seattle on the schedule and think, oh, it's a very winnable game. Of course, it's a winnable game, but Seattle is a, has a good team. I think they're going to beat the Giants. Okay, and and, and uh, Commander Nash. What's your thoughts? I mean, listen, Seattle has a, some three great wide receivers. Um, their defense, though, they can't. They they don't have one of the better defenses in the league. What do you think is going to happen? Um, I mean, like you said, we uh, we seen what Seattle did last year. They surprised us. 
they still got the offense this year with the Giants being banged up on offense and Seattle having the receivers they got in Geno. I think Seattle's gonna they're gonna pull the win off. I'm gonna have to go with Seattle. All right, all right. That's the last time you come on. What do you think, Captain? What do you think, Captain? Well, first off, I don't know of anybody on the Giants' D line that's going to make Geno Smith say, "Oh my God!" when they're coming at him. Okay, <laughs> so I think that right. I think that enough offense with Seattle. Although they're they're actually missing Dave Canales, who left Seattle to go down to the the fake Pirates here in Tampa. But they're they're playing well enough. I, I'm I'm going to say Seattle wins, and Gino says, "Hey, you know he's like yeah. start spreading the news. You know I'm leaving today, and he's going to win in New York." <laughs> All right, so there you go. Jim is the only one supporting my Giants. <laughs> uh, By the way, is Darren Waller night, listen, playing? I don't know. Or is he injured yet? Game? I know if the Giants don't win this game. Well, he's still playing. He's just not playing good yet. He's just not playing good yet, Captain. You know, we we took on a former Raider. We asked for it. No, 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 no. Guys, thank you. Thank you all for joining us. I love all of you. I love all the views, all the comments. Thank you to, uh, of course, to Keith Engel for being in, Robert Butler, the Philly sports guy, Commander Nash, is becoming a regular on the show. Yes. Great, great again analysis. And we always love having Captain Jack stop on by. Folks, have a great day today, and I hope your team wins. All right.